Hello, it's Jason Manford here. This is my podcast. Now, obviously, it is different to the radio show because you don't get the music and the adverts and the news and all that sort of stuff. But I want you to still feel included in some of the topics. So if a topic comes up that you think, you know what, I've got something about that, feel free to message me on Twitter or Facebook and at some point I'll get round to that message and it can even be included in the podcast next week. So do feel free to be as interactive as the listeners who bother their asses to get out of bed to listen to us on a Sunday morning. Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Good morning, it's Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Hope you're well. Uh, had a couple of weeks off, but uh, back, back now, back with you. And uh, and across all the Absolute stations, which is very exciting. Uh, I, I, there's loads of them. There's too many to remember. 90s and uh, 80s. Um, uh, there's there's like a, a jazz one. Uh, I don't know. I'm just guessing. But there's loads. There's loads of them. So thanks for uh, tuning in. Uh, more listeners than ever, I'm guessing. I hope. I don't know if that that's how it works, I hope so. Uh, 8.12.15 is the text. If you're up and about this morning, do get in touch and uh, we'll be having a, a morning moan. That's what we do for uh, for any new listeners uh, into the show. We have a morning moan because my theory is that it's not natural to be up at this hour of the morning on a Sunday. Midweek, fine. No one, you can't moan about it. That's what everyone has to do. But this hour on a Sunday, it's just not quite right, is it? This is Jason We've got uh, John Bishop uh, on his way in to, uh, to be my guest this morning. And, uh, and uh, the other exciting thing that's happened is that our usual uh, producer, Chris, is off. He's not here. Uh, this morning, which is very exciting, because uh, we've got Louis in as well. Morning, Louis. Morning, morning. morning. Louis in instead. Uh, it's sort of like having a substitute teacher. Yeah. Where, because you, you know, like, Chris lets us get the hamster out. Oh, <laughs> you know, right. you know it's what, it's that, at that situation this morning, I feel very, like... I mean, there's a topic that I've been thinking about doing for a while that I think we're going to do this morning. Mm. Uh, Favourite swear words we're going to do. Yeah, it's a fun Louis. one, isn't it? Yeah, you're excited, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's... <laughs> It's kind of like a sub-teacher, you can get away with more, can't you? I think so, I think so. What have we got? It's fine, you can just say, I didn't know. I didn't know that you weren't allowed well, to yeah. do swear words on the radio. <laughs> we'll do that in a bit, be fine. Eight twelve fifteen is the uh, text number, as always, if you are up and about. Or you can give us a call, 0330 123 1215. Uh, if you are up and about this morning, do let me know. I love the, the, the mix of things that you get up to at this hour of the morning. Uh, Kelly says, uh, I'm up for an early morning jog as I'm start." And I thought this was a typo at first. I'm starting training for a 100k race next year. Crazy. 100k. Even 10 is is too, 10 too much. As regular listeners will know, when it comes to running, I think it's used for emergency situations only. It's not for fun. Uh, it's not right. It's not right. Uh, who else is up? Bev uh, in Connors Key. She says, uh, I've been dragged out of bed to make butties for my daughter Violet's christening later today. It's also a birthday. That's, I mean, another thing. That's self-inflicted, to be fair. You, you book that in. Why don't they do Christians on Wednesday afternoon? Some, you know what I mean? Just think about it. The church could sort that out easy. Uh, Daz uh, making us all feel bad. Off to do a shift. Volunteering with Lifesavers in Scotland, delivering emergency blood and other medical supplies for NHS in Glasgow and Lanarkshire. Well, how else? Could, how can anyone compete now, Daz? With, uh, with we're having a moan of what why we're up, and you're doing something holier than now, like proper good. Yeah. I mean, well done. 
Nice one. Uh, but you sport this game of moaning in the morning. 8.12.15 is the text. If you're up and about and uh, you want to let me know why you're up and about. Very shortly, uh, OK, and we, we, we will be covering the subject of swearing. That's what we're going to be doing this morning, OK? But obviously, you know, we are on the radio and there's people listening who will complain. So, what I'm after uh, is your favourite non-swearing swear words. It's the words you use in replacement for those swear words. That's what I'm after this morning, OK? So get in touch with, uh, on the text, 81215. Uh, or if you want to give us a call, that's cool as well. 030 The non-swearing swear words that you use in everyday life. Jason. Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. They had this thing recently called the sleepover, which has got to be the most inappropriately named activity on the planet. Because no one sleeps. I don't know why it's called the sleepover. It should be called, why don't you have a load of teenagers you don't know in your house, eating everything in the fridge, and then staying up till four o'clock in the morning when they have a row and everyone ends up crying over. <laughs> that's what happens. And I walk past his bedroom, it was about midnight, and one of his... Mates, uh, <laughs> as he walked past, just said, It must be dead cool having a dad who's a comedian. To which my son said, No, he's a n. John Bishop is in the building. Good morning, John. Good morning, Jason. Do you want me to put my headphones on? No, you, you put. It's up to you, mate. You put headphones on, and there's only us two. I know, but I just do it you just, just to feel like I'm at work. You feel like you're landing an aeroplane. <laughs> I like it. I'm at work. <laughs> you do. You look like one of those fellas at the airport. It's completely pointless. <laughs> well, you say I pointless. Can, I can, I can touch you, and I've got it. I've, got, I've now got you speaking to me through headphones. Yeah, but the thing with the headphones is, for me, it's a mental thing, right? When I've got the headphones on, I know. Ofcom are listening. <laughs> Ofcom are listening. When they're off and the songs are on, the ads are on. You know, we can say what we want. You but say once, what you want. You don't these bleep. Are, you don't bleep. Then. It's like a mental thing. Like, it presses <laughs> yeah. that... Little, like a mental bleeper. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Headphones go on and you can... Just a little filter system. Ofcom filter. Uh, thanks for coming in. I know it's early. Yeah, On a bank holiday Sunday. Yeah. But it's, it's, very, it's very nice of you. <laughs> yeah, it <laughs> to is. To come in. Feeding the animals this morning. They go, what time have you got up? <laughs> You're not a real farmer. Get back to bed. <laughs> Lots. I mean, the thing is, we do this thing uh, between eight and half past, uh, the the morning moan, we call it, which is uh, because Sundays are like a, it's like a special day, isn't it? You shouldn't have to get up this early on a Sunday. And and, and there's loads of people who uh, message us and say the reasons they've been dragged up uh, this morning out of the bed. Some of them are nice reasons, like Jack, he's on his way to Chessington World of Adventures with his family. That's a nice reason to be up at this hour of the morning. It is, you it know. is. I don't want to play it down, Jack, but don't overestimate how many adventures are there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not... It's not the Indiana Jones film, you know what I mean? <laughs> It'll be fun for the kids, but just, you know... Yeah. Keep it in context, yeah. <laughs> I don't think I've been for about 20 years to Chesington, is it? No, I don't, I've never been. Have you never been? I was too scared I'd get chased by a crocodile. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of adventures. Uh, Craig, driving home after flying a plane from Johannesburg back to Heathrow. So these like up for a proper reason, yeah. That must be well, it. Yeah, that, 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 that's, that's a great statement, but again, let's, let's knock it back a bit. What was his name? He's called Craig. Craig. Yeah. Did he really fly it? Well, you reckon he was... Yeah, I reckon he was... 
More tea, sir. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's absolutely. You think he's big enough his job? There's nothing wrong with that, Craig. You're, 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 you're the front of the airline. You're the people that we're in touch with. You're the, one, you're the one there for our own safety, as you tell us. Yes, they always tell Every flight. But also, can you get us a break? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you see, you don't have to say. You know, you're not chatting us up in the bar, Craig. You don't have to say I'm a pilot. <laughs> but you might be a pilot. He might be. To be fair, he might be. I mean, it doesn't sound like a, a very piloty name. Hello, this is Craig. Hello. <laughs> we'll be flying from Johannesburg to yeah. Heathrow this morning. Yeah, we'll get there, we'll get there. Just hang on, I just need a quick drink before we take off. <laughs> I've, I've flown a lot this last uh, week, back from uh, holiday and then flew to Dubai for a couple of days to do a gig and stuff. There was a bit that always annoys me, when, like when I was flying back from uh, from the Algarve this week, where where they go, uh, I, I always get the extra legroom seat, you know, in the security, uh, on, the, on the, the, like the exit aisle, that one. You know, you sit there on the exit aisle with that bit, right? I, I'm sat there. And she comes over and the, the lady said, um, are you all right opening the, <laughs> opening the door in the event of an emergency? And I was like, yeah, I'm fine. And then I thought to myself, I've paid extra to sit here, yet I've got more responsibility than everyone else on the flight. There's something wrong with that, isn't there? So you think you should have a test? No. So what he should do is have a door opening <laughs> test with people who are queuing up with the baggage and go, you've won. Yeah, it should. In extra exactly. It not should you've paid for it. Or you should get some sort of like discount. Since you've got a bit of staff responsibility. Yeah, yeah, you, you should, should be some... able to go to the Christmas party. You should, yeah, you should have some <laughs> money off. I love the fact. I love the fact that you're still man of the people. I've done a lot of flying recently. I went to Dubai for a yeah. gig, and then when I was flying back from the Algarve in the extra leg room, <laughs> I know. Talk, oh yeah, extra leg room. That's showing off, isn't it? Yeah, that's showing off. Love you. And I know your legs aren't that long. Row seventeen. You don't need extra leg room. I do need extra leg room. Six foot one, me, John Bishop. I love you. You're know. not six foot one. Stand up you now. You are not six. Stand foot up one. now. Right. right. Oh, look, I broke my microphone. How, what, look, how, how tall are you? I mean, obviously, I've got my headphones on. Mate, I'm, I, I'm six foot three. Are you, you're not six foot three. Oh, no, I'm not. Where are those extra but two I am inches? on the radio. Don't tell us. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Matters. Good morning, it's Jason Manford on Absolute Radio, joined by Mr John Bishop this morning, morning who's uh, over the moon to be here, delighted. No, I am, I am, I actually, I don't mind getting <laughs> up in the morning, mate. Are you a morning person? I just think that life's so short, why not just get up when you wake up? Yes, I, yeah. I've I, never been one of those people who can just roll around and go back to sleep. Oh, I, I can. I mean, to a ridiculous level. But then my kids are still so young, so I'm forced up to be out of bed yeah, yeah. early doors. You know what I mean? Like, they, they're up. Yeah. That's stupid. I mean, oh, God. Daddy, daddy. Daddy, daddy, <laughs> I need some love and affection. Yeah, okay. that's a bed. <laughs> I love you at eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the, the age of eight. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, so there was a story uh, in the paper while I was while I was away this uh, last couple of weeks, right? This guy, uh, David Bellman, right? It was a great headline, right? A, a man has been banned from swearing in the UK with a name like <laughs> he's got. <laughs> it's called David. I know, crazy. <laughs> 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 he says magistrates come up uh, came up with the unusual punishment for David Bellman after he went on uh, a huge rant in his hometown of Bodmin in Cornwall. It was the latest foul mouth tirade from the 44-year-old who has been punished for numerous public order and drunk and disorderly offences. Bellman was handed the three-year criminal behaviour order after he was arrested for subjecting 
uh, railway staff and passengers to a, to a load of swearing. Um, basically, that's what's happened. He swore at the staff, and they've said, right, that's it. You've, you are not allowed to swear anymore in public. In his house, he's <laughs> fine. Own. Once yeah. the door's closed, he can F you, and Jeff all he wants. Want, yeah. yeah. So I thought what would be a, a, a good topic, and I, and I do this a lot anyway because I've got, I've got kids, which is uh, swear words that are not swear words. Like the ones that you can sort of get away with in polite company, and certainly in front of your uh, in front of your kids. And I, I sort of I, mess- I, I mentioned it earlier on this morning. People have already got in touch with some. Uh, Alison Griffin says twonk. It's quite a good one. It sort of covers a, 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 twonk. Mul- a multitude of different expletives. Okay, that's quite a good one. Uh, Charles Faulkner. Uh, he, he says I try to swear as little as possible. It is, but I use words like forklift uh, and shoot me in the foot. Like they're his expletives. When I he's think you've got to be very careful when, you, when you're when using those words. Forklift. Forklift, yeah. yeah. that's a tough one, isn't it? Oh, for forklift. Yeah, it's a tough it's, one. You know, but, it's yeah. t- you know, it works. I mean... That- what, what if you're in a warehouse? And a, and a, what if you're in a warehouse mm. and a forklift truck runs over your foot? Do you go... Oh, forklift, shoot me in the foot. Yeah, yeah you're right. <laughs> I, think he, I, don't, I think he needs to think a little bit more. Flip is the best one. Flip, flip works. Flip's just great. That you, covers everything, doesn't it? Flip, flip, flip. Yeah. My favourite my favorite thing about swearing is that in Ireland where they've, they've managed to oh, convince yeah, yeah. The, world the world. Put an E yeah. where there used to be a U. Yeah, and it's that the okay. word feck is okay. I mean, how on earth? Feck. Feck, feck. It's short for feckless. Yeah, of course it is. Of course it yeah, is. Yeah, but yeah. but that, the, the argument is is that that word um, isn't used to substitute for the, the sexual reason meaning of, of the other F word. And that's why it, it covers everything. So it does work, technically. But it's it's loose, isn't it? It's loose. But they say it on telly, like in the you can say it like oh, seven yeah, o'clock. Mrs. Mrs. Brown's boys, <laughs> it's amazing. Uh, it, yeah, yeah. I no, I I I get it, but I also think swearing in that in that case of Mr. Bellman sounded like it was aggressive swearing. Yes, I think so. There can be nice, lovely swearing. Yeah, you know, like and as you say, when you go to Ireland. And they, they almost use swearing like punctuation. It's just <laughs> yeah. sp- it's better than everything. And, but it's lovely because it's with yeah. the Irish little lilt and you yeah. don't even notice it. You know what I mean? You've got grannies going, are you enjoying your fucking cake? <laughs> That's nice. Yeah, they sort of manage to do that, don't they? Just, it, it can sound non-aggressive. Oh, yeah. Whereas sometimes other accents are so aggressive that uh, even nice words, I love you! Like, you're yeah, right, yeah, 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 I know, I know. I know. Yeah, yeah. I, and... Right, you know as well as a stand-up, you say you swear when you don't. Sometimes it's a little bit nervous. Yeah, of course. Swear, it's, it's it, it falls out a little bit with me as well. Yeah. Where I swear on stage, but whereas I'm at home telling the kids not to swear. Yeah, the, 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 the most the famous one in it is Chubby Brown. Chubby Brown, of course. Yeah, filthy on stage, and apparently Doesn't will not anyone swear anywhere near him. Yeah, he needs to find some sort of middle ground. I think he <laughs> <laughs> can't, can't do that, can you? Yeah, can't but be... you know what? I think that's okay. Fair I think that defines the character in the yeah, person, yeah. doesn't it? Right. Well, eight twelve fifteen is the text. Uh, we're looking for uh, swear words uh, that that aren't really swear words that you use in replacement of them. Jason. 
Bedford. Where real music matters. We're talking uh, swear words that uh, aren't really swear words. They, they replace uh, the ones that we that we want to use, yeah. that we'd like to yeah. use. Uh, and uh, some crackers, crackers coming in. Uh, I really like uh, Paula Brown says she says uh, basta, which is uh, which means enough in Italian. But if you say it quick enough and angry enough, the kids look at you and they're scared. Basta. Yeah. B a s t a. That yeah, kind of works. That kind of yeah, works. Yeah. Um, and there's a few texts coming in as well. Uh, morning, lads. I regularly use Muppet, Donut and Clown. Muppet's good. Muppet's great, isn't it? Muppet's good, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's Paxo the Plasterer. And uh, Chuff Nuts. Karen in Bromsgrove. Chuff Nuts. That kind of sounds like a pseudonym that you use on a dating website. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, come on, come on, Mimino. 62. Yes, Chuffnuff 62. <laughs> Gemini. <laughs> Dingleberry's a good one. That's Eastern in Skegness. Dingleberry. Oh, Dingleberry. That's quite a good That's one. That's good. That That's sort good. of works. Yeah. It's just, I guess what's hard is... Blate. What's that? Blate. Blate. Blate, yeah. That's the scale. So how would you use that in a sentence? Just say, God, you're a blate. <laughs> right. That you works. I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a, ne- like a name of somebody. Yeah. yeah, I can get that. Uh... Yeah, because Kev says uh, he's he's up 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 and uh, early this morning with his puppy. He's woke him up again. Uh, he's a fudge knuckle little ship tanker. That's what he's gone with. Oh, I tell you what, no. <laughs> <laughs> Who's a fudge knuckle little ship tanker? That is puppy. He's called his puppy. That he's yeah. I find that a little bit questionable. <laughs> you know what I mean? I wouldn't want to look at his personal profile. <laughs> Chuffing, Steve, Stephen West Wales chuffing, is chuffing. Chuffing, yeah. It's chuffing, heck. Yeah. Chuffing and flipping. I've heard that. Yeah, chuffing. Be, because the, the thing is that the, you, we can all find, name, you know, Muppet, Clown, uh, those those words. We can all replace the actual calling of somebody, but it's trying to replace that chuffing, word. Chuffing. Yeah, well, that's a good one. Chuffing works, that one, there's it? a lad there I've just seen on you. Where's it gone? Uh, a Chester City fan. Mm. No, sorry, Leicester City fan. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I saw um, that one. I haven't got his name. It's uh, uh, Christian Fuchs, isn't it? He's talking about the Oh, yeah, he's talking about Christian Fuchs. He hasn't got the name of the person who wrote it in. Yeah. But Christian Fuchs. Yeah, that works. Yeah, that sort of works. That works. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it's a... It's just trying to replace that one. See, where's he from, Christian Fuchs? Is he Austrian? He must be Austrian. He's Austrian, isn't he? So perhaps somewhere in Austria, Manford (laughs) is the same. (laughs) So there's people in Austria hitting the phone with a hammer going, Oh, Manford! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he's that Manford! Sunday mornings, 8 till 11. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Right, we've got Ross on the line. Good morning, Ross. All right, how's it going? Not so bad, not so bad at all. Uh, so you got a replacement uh, swear word for us, Ross? Um, I sure do. Um, yep. It's just a, it's nothing too fancy, but that's I guess right. the job done. <laughs> that's, what we're, that's what we're after. It's a fudge. 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 Yeah, Aye. that works as well. Like, for fudge finger sake, fudge. Or... <laughs> just make, make it yeah, sound silly. Not a finger of fudge. It's just enough to give your kids a treat. Sounds weird coming from you. Finger of fudge is just enough to get on a register. <laughs> <laughs> so, where do you? What context would you use that one in? Uh, oh, well, I'd use it for the. Um, like, I don't know, like, oh, for fudge sake, or where the fudge is that blooming pizza. Yeah. <laughs> so that's yeah, nice. That's... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're the nicest Scottish person I've ever spoken to. Thank you very much. I love it. Thanks for that, Ross.
Right, no worries, mate. Cheers, mate. Have a good So, eight twelve, eight twelve fifteen is the text. Uh, you would need. No one in Scotland's ever said that. Blue. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean it's nice to hear a Scotsman replace the oh, words. I, I like it. that. I respect that. Jason Manford, Absolute Radio, where real music matters. Claire from Chorley has uh, messaged in. She says, hi, Jason and John. I always use sugar butties to swear around children. So, like, if you... Sugar butties, yeah. what, sugar butties is brilliant, and I haven't heard of sugar butties for years. <laughs> I know, do you remember in, the sugar the, Now we wonder why we've got obese kids. <laughs> I know, and no Let's tea. give them some carbs with sugar on. <laughs> sugar butties, they were great then. Sugar butties. She's... And a banana butty. When did you last oh, have a banana butty? a banana butty. Yeah. Oh, it's been a while. Who's, who, who thought of that when bananas <laughs> first come home? You went, yeah, they're all right, but let's put them on bread. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of like that, sugar butties, that sort of... Yeah, no, I like that. That, that, that to be fair... Is up there. Yeah, I I'd think. say so. I'd definitely say so. Uh, Joanne in Duckingfield says, uh, at work, uh, in emails, uh, they, they've been, they were pulled up about swearing in an audit. Uh, so now we, we use the term, back the truck up. Which kind of work? That kind Back of work. Truck up. Yeah, I mean that yeah. works. That kind of works. If someone says something, uh, hi Jason and John. My dog is called Fudge. So when I'm in the park, will that mean I'm now swearing? It could. It could do. Fudge, Fudge. Nah, I think you're all right because you'll be saying it in a different context. I think you'll be fine. Well, it depends. It depends. Yeah. Something goes wrong. Fudge <laughs> gets run over. You go off oh, for Fudge, Fudge. <laughs> <laughs> My husband and friends were once told on a stag do for effing and jeffing. Which is a great phrase, effing isn't it? Jeffing, yeah. Uh, so now in our house, we use jeffing as a swear word. What the jeffing hell is he doing? That yeah. sort of works, yeah, jeffing. Yeah. What, but what if he's Jeff? What, if he's well, called Jeff, well, yeah. yeah, well, yeah What's the Jeff and how is Jeff doing? <laughs> uh, Lucy said uh, fricking is good. As a Freaking, replacement, yeah. uh, because it keeps the hard consonants, uh, which is what you need. To I think that yeah, you need a C and a K. Yeah, you do. It Definitely need, needs in there, doesn't it? Or the the per works, doesn't it? In flip, but yeah. I tell you an interesting thing, right? Is so I said to uh, the to the producer when I was doing, I said to the producer, I said, um, can you send me a list, a, an Ofcom list of what oh, the swear words? The list? So they sent me the list yeah. of swears that you're not allowed to use. Now, it's not an official list from Ofcom, because what they have is, it's about context. So there's certain words that are on the list that you could still use, technically, um, in, in the right context. Um, and what I think was surprising, right, is that there's a word that's not on there, and I've doubled, and I've cleared it and checked it, right? There's a word that I think is a swear word, and I would use as a swear word, but on the list, and mainly I think because it's London-based... It's not a word, right? And this word, John, is knob. Knob? Yeah. It's not well, a, It's not swearing. Well, I don't think knob should be a swear word. In fact, so. in, fa- in fact, you did, when you beat my thing before, that was the word. It was a word. lad called me a knob. That's a, that was the word. Now, knob, I don't think it's a swear word, because otherwise, if knob became a swear word, <laughs> how could you ever fix anything? If yeah. someone says, someone says, look, I need to fix this, you go, well, you need to turn that. Oh, I'm sorry, I can't tell you what it is. <laughs> yeah, no, I, yeah, I You know what I mean? Like that, that airline pilot before, Craig, you yeah. know when he's training up, but training you to be an airline pilot is yeah. full of beeps in here, and you can't touch. Yeah. Don't touch that beep, not that beep, that beep. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's weird, isn't it? I just in my head, that is, I used to do a joke about it. I used to say, um, I used to say that the the word uh, knob is not a swear word um, in in London because um, in Manchester we use it, you know, knob knob. Yeah, 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 it becomes yeah. an actual swear word, and in London, knob's not a swear word, which is weird because there's loads of them there. That, that, was, <laughs> that was always the gag that I would use. But uh, and we got Hillary on the line anyway. Good morning, Hillary. Good morning. Morning. Uh, well, you sound like the sort of person who doesn't swear, Hillary. You sound like a nice, normal person in society. Oh, I wish. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you calling from, Hillary? I'm in Leicester in my cattery at the moment, feeding cats. <laughs> wow. Oh, right. Cattery. Nice. Uh, so tell us what your replacement swear word is. Um, well, I'm 55 and I'm old and um, I don't like swearing in front of my parents, so I say hollyhocks. 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 That's and my dad good. goes, Hilaire, and I go, it's a flower. <laughs> <laughs> Hollyhocks. Is, is it an actual word then? What's, what does it actually mean? Is it a it's flower? A, it's a very tall flower, like um, oh, delphinium. But I just so, say Hollyhock. You've just used another thing that I don't know what it is. Delphinium, that's a cracker, Delphinium. <laughs> Brilliant. So <laughs> I stick your Hollyhocks up your backside and get your Delphinium out of here. That's a proper <laughs> argument, that is, isn't it? So can you just use it in a sentence for us, Hillary? So we sort of. We um, what, Hollyhocks in its real form? It, no, no, in, in your in the way you use it. <laughs> oh, um, uh, if I got something that I shouldn't, I, you know, I'd say, oh, hollyhocks, and my dad would go, Hillary. Oh, so just, an, just, just an expletive, <laughs> fair that's enough. That's good, that's yeah. good, I like that, Hillary. Lovely. Thanks, Hillary. Oh, good. Thank you very much. <laughs> See you now, bye. This is Jason Manford. This is Absolute Radio. Music matters. And so we're going to speak to an expert now, uh, Christy Beers uh, Farguston, who's, uh, who's written a paper called Who's Swearing Now? The Social Aspects of Conversational Swearing. She's also the Associate Professor of English Linguistics at Södertörn University in Sweden. Uh, good morning. Uh, thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. Absolute Fantastic. pleasure. So now I'm, would I say I'm a big swearer? I, it's important to my life. I would say I use the words a lot, but why mm. is it? Why why have we all randomly sort of, well not randomly? Why have we all picked these certain words to use in times of anger or pain? Well, it's it's nice to have. I mean, I think everyone, even if if there's someone who would say that they're not so much of a swearer, it's nice to have some kind of uh, release, some kind of uh, something you can say or some kind of uh, sound you can make mm. to. Oh, just release attention or or express frustration or anger or pain yeah and those are those are the functions of swearing that people most often um think of yeah and a lot of people just use it for a, a filler in a conversation they're just it's just, sure. it's just a bit yeah. of a word that they, that part of their um the words they use i mean the other one for me of course as a comedian is um i'll often use swearing to make a joke funnier i think oh this will be funnier if there's a swear word in it yeah, and you know, it's it, that's been proven. I haven't done that in my research, but there is research out there that shows, um, you know, people are told a joke with and without a swear word, and uh, people either experience the joke as being funnier with the swear word, or they'll yeah. laugh harder or longer <laughs> or more robustly. And what's so conversational swearing? That's the paper you. Uh, you, what 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 would that be? That would just be pe- you know, literally just people having a conversation and slipping in the odd. <laughs> Yeah, um, that's what I was interested in, because I I thought it was interesting that everyone seemed to be in agreement that um, that swearing is bad and and everyone has these rules for swearing. Um, But I I was under the impression that that people were swearing in ways that weren't bad, Um, that that Mm. was actually kind of there there are some social advantages to swearing. So that's what I wanted to get at. 
and that's why I, I make that like I, I make the difference between there's you know people have called it before annoyance swearing and social swearing. And what's that like? I mean, I only sort of know it from an uh, from an English perspective. But I mean, you speak five languages. What does how does swearing vary as you sort of travel around the world? Well, um, one one thing that I'm noticing more and more now is that in lots of non-English languages, English swear words are being used. Yes. And in fact, it's it's really common yes. in Sweden to We've see English swear words. We've got the best swear words, that's why. Apparently, yeah. yeah. Um, but, you know, a lot comes in from, from popular culture. There's so much English language popular culture that's imported. And before you yeah. go, what would be... Um, so we t- talked this morning about a, a man who has been banned from swearing by, yeah. the, by the UK courts. Um, so we're trying to A find... fascinating case. Thank you so much for bringing that to my attention. Hey, you're more than welcome. I look forward to the paper on it. Um, <laughs> so my, our question really was this morning, and we asked a lot of the listeners, was um, what is a good alternative? What's another, another good alternative? I mean, it's hard to replace that F word with stuff, but is there anything in all your studies that you've found is a good one, an old one we could bring back, or, or just a, a one that you've heard on your travels? Oh, well, there are so many that sound almost like it, um, mm. freaking or flipping or even fudge. Of course. Um, but I think, I think my favourite one is... Um, to actually like use this meta language um, mm. instead of actually saying a swear word, you say um, "cuss." Like, what's a cuss? Um, so, oh, which is an, okay. like "cuss" is another word for curse yeah, or, or, or swear word. Um, so, drawing attention to the fact that you want to say a swear word, but you're not. You're actually saying the word for, right. for swear words. So, I think that's a, that's a nice uh, alternative. So, actually using the swear word "cuss" <laughs> to replace the swear word. I kind of like that. That is, yeah, that is meta. Yeah. I like it. Why don't, why don't you swear off? I mean, you could use that. Yeah. yeah. There's a nice one. I kind of like yeah, that. Also, also quite productive to do that. I kind of like yeah. it. Well, thank you so very much, uh, Professor Christy Beers uh, Faggaston, this morning for joining us and uh, lending us your expertise. Jason. Manford. Absolute Radio. I'm joined by John Bishop, good good friend of mine. John, getting out of yeah, bed. Yeah, our friendship's getting tested, <laughs> severely tested. I've only come here for this brunch. We're gonna have a little bit of brunch, brunch after. which is not even a word that existed a few years well, ago. Well, certainly nothing that we would use. I mean, imagine when hey, we were. There you go. Uh, How are you? Paddy McGuinness has just wandered past. It's a who's wandered past? Yeah, of Northwest. I know. I'm leaving your show to go and be a guest on his show in a minute on another station. <laughs> That provide a better brunch. Or an we're going one. for brunch after this. I can't yeah. believe we're using the word brunch. I know. Who I are can't. we? I know. Listen to us. Listen, if our friends could hear us now, and if they're... our dads, our oh dads would be going, "What? You'll be telling me your Morris stands next <laughs> brunch." We will. We'll get some. We'll get some breakfast yeah. after this. That's yeah. what we'll call it. A bit of breakfast. Uh, I had a. Um, I've had a weird week, to be honest, John. I've, I was in, I was on holiday. I, was on, I finished my holiday Wednesday, flew back Wednesday afternoon, and then I flew to Dubai for 34 hours. Why? I just had a, had a gig out there, just like a... Just Where a, did so, you do? I did uh, some big place on Jumeirah Beach, like a yeah. big, ho- like a, 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 the ground floor of a hotel like it was it's like, like a, a posh blackpool and it doing a gig in dubai weird. sounds great <laughs> but really it's you're just weird. it's a it's a posh benny dome it's a yeah it's a very strange place i must say i mean to be an expat must just be weird to well an interesting fact is mm. i first went to dubai in 1991 
Wow. When there was nothing, nothing yeah, there. Yeah, of course. And I went because Melanie, uh, the, my girlfriend at the time, was uh, got she, a job for Emirates yeah, Airlines. Yeah, she this, yeah. So she started working for them when they had seven planes. Wow. Mm. Look at that. That was a while back. It was a while back. It's weird to go to a place that has got no history or culture, though, isn't it? Like, it's got well, it's it has, like 40 that's years you old. Can't, you can't say it's got no history or culture. But it hasn't. It, yeah, 40 it, years it, old? No, Dubai itself. Yeah, Dubai. Not the Arab Emirates. You yeah, can't say them Arabs have only just. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they've only just arrived. <laughs> no, but, but the actual place of Dubai, because there's no. There's not near. What nothing. That, that's what I was going to say. If you go up to that big building, I can't remember what it's called now, where Tom Cruise ran around it. Oh, yeah, yeah, impossible. yeah, yeah. Um, and you can turn, you can look out the periscopes, and you can turn the the time mm. back to the time scale of nineteen nineties, and oh, it wow. was nothing. It was just desert with about four buildings. That's so weird. What I really like is that they. Um, what I really like is when you bump into an expat who um, is like a Brit, who's when he's talking to you, and this happened the other night. When he's talking to you, and he's trying to convince you. That he made the right decision to leave. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's like, it's rubbish though, isn't it, England? They go, well, it's all right. It's always hot. The dealer's dead hot over here. We don't need pay any tax. And you're like, well, you know, it depends what you hold dear, isn't it? You know, like, I know I can, like, steal a loaf of bread from the, pay- from the local shop and keep my hands. You know what I mean? Like, you've got to weigh it up. What's, what's dear to you? <laughs> yeah, but I think you've got to start looking at your life. If you think being able to steal a loaf of bread is important. one of the best reasons to live in Britain. No, but I've got children who, who steal, steal a lot. <laughs> like, I'm not, I'm you know, that's what I like about you. You haven't, you haven't lost your roots. <laughs> I, Come on, kids. I know we're posh, but let me no, teach you a little shop. We don't go out to steal, but we definitely, I would say that if we, if we leave Claire's accessories without our pockets full, then, uh, you know, it's. You've uh, left the family yeah. there. <laughs> I'm like, Come on. I, no, the amount of times I have to take my kids back in. Right, go back in and put it back. It's, uh, it's, it's just in their DNA. <laughs> And you know do. what? Of all the reasons to pick between England and Dubai, nicking from Claire's accessories is not going to be. Well, that's what I'm saying, John. It's what you hold dear to yourself. That's what it's about. I did have an odd experience where I went to um, I went to Wild Wadi, the uh, water yeah. park, and because uh, I was by myself, just wandering around in my trunks, like by myself. No, uh, no, stop. Right. <laughs> no man of any age should go to a water park on his own. Well, I went by myself. <laughs> no. It was empty. It was empty because everyone yeah. was at work, right? So yeah. it was empty. I went, and everyone else is on a register. And they're going there on their own. You can't walk stop around. What man goes on his own? Go. Oh, I'll have a laugh going down this. Well, slide. I did have a laugh. And then when you come down the slide, go. Ooh, Ooh, haven't I had just had a laugh? I went to Wildwadi, right, by myself. I wandered round, right. There was this really weird moment where there was two Arab lads shouting at each other, right, in in this queue. And it's quite like a throaty, guttural language, right? And one of them's giving it right in his face. He's like, and the other one's giving it right dead close to each other. Anyway, as I snaked round and got closer, one of them's like, right in his face, got dead close. Scousers. There were a couple of Scousers. Who knew? They, they, they were Arabs as well. No, no, they were absolute so Scousers. So you've just done yeah. has built up this whole story to be racist, and you've against, got me out of Against bed. Scousers. Against, against Scousers. <laughs> and we will cut your hands off. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. What I like is you are messing with your phone. What I like is the, the, one of the most showbiz things uh, I've ever. It ever heard really, uh, Bish this morning is um, is on a WhatsApp group with <laughs> England manager Sam Allardyce. Yeah, <laughs> brilliant. We just named next door. We saw Paddy McGuinness. He's on the same group as the people who played in Soccer Aid, of course. And so what we did, we played in Soccer Aid, which obviously 
and we won and the FA have looked at it and thought we'll give that manager the job that's, so right, Sa- yeah. that's how Sam Allardyce <laughs> got the England job if he can get purely on the back of us yeah. if he can make us play <laughs> and win so so we've ended up with this WhatsApp group and I sent a joke this is a genuinely genuine thing this morning I sent a joke I sent a message this morning saying uh, Sam my phone's been playing up <laughs> But if you want to get hold of me before any announcements this afternoon, <laughs> you can use the WhatsApp group. Cheers, boss. Right. <laughs> nice. That's what I said. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Well, so it's a general thing. Oh, yeah. got it. And Sam Allardyce replied, I'm picking the squad at 7pm. If we've got a lot of injuries over the weekend matches, <laughs> stay by your phone, lads. I might need to WhatsApp you. <laughs> so now, all across the country, you've got all of these, you know, whatever you call sort of rather overweight celebs waiting by the phone thinking there's a chance it could happen and you know what me and Paddy are those people <laughs> imagining that there's maybe maybe Sam Allardyce well, is going to go I'm going to do something gonna... different <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think what we've been doing wrong with the England squad is picking the best players let's, <laughs> let's just try and put people in who just want to give it a go <laughs> yeah if anyone though will it be Mark Wright though isn't he like the, what a good player he's, he's a great player isn't yeah, he oh great player very very good player is it, I heard and like, also, also one of those things. You know when you meet somebody mm. and you have an image of them, then you meet them. You go, "You're so much better than the yeah. person I thought you were going Definitely. to be." Well, so actually, like his right. wife Michelle. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, lovely, I funny. Nice, yeah. He's a great lad, really yeah. good lad. Whereas us, people think we're dead nice. I'm not. Horrible. <laughs> we are. We are horrible. I'm when they meet us, you know, we haven't got this accent. Oh, exactly. I'm put on for show. I'm like, hello. Yes, rather lovely rather, to meet rather, you. Rather, come on, <laughs> Where real music matters. So I had an odd experience this week, John Bishop, where I was on holiday and uh, we were at a, a little cafe and we were looking at the menu and it had the usual things on the kids' menu, you know, when you go to Portugal and Spain, you know, chicken nuggets, fish fingers, a burger, that sort of thing. And I said to my daughter, who's had just turned seven, I said, um, have you had a look through the menu, sweetheart? Is there anything that you want uh, for dinner? And she had a look through the proper menu and she said... Um, do you know what, Dad? I think I'd like to try the octopus. <laughs> <laughs> and how, how old? She's seven. Seven. Yeah, and uh, and I did, and, I, and I, so I got her the octopus, and she liked, and she liked it. Now, I didn't know you could eat octopus till I was about twenty-two. I didn't even know what hummus was till I was about twenty-five. Yeah, it's, you didn't. They hadn't invented it no. before you were twenty-five. No, I it's agree. Stuff like like couscous. Where yeah. did that come from? Well, Quinoa. There's, there's food agreed. now yeah. that never existed. Kale. Kale. Where did kale. Kale's only two years old. Yeah, I know. Where did kale and, come and from? Ke- kale. Like I'm vegetarian. Yeah. I, I, so I'm. 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 Yeah. All of this stuff's presented to me. Kale. <laughs> I've got to be honest with you. <laughs> Make, it makes you want to eat a sausage. <laughs> it's, like, it's like a farmer went to his went to his land and went. How am I going to get rid of all yeah. this weed? I'll, I'll say it's you. a superfood. Superfood, yeah. <laughs> it's some food. What's it? Oh, super. I love that. <laughs> yeah, octopus. And I, and it was that moment that I thought my kids are better than me. Like they're. But better is the wrong word, but it's definitely posher. They are having a posher upbringing than I am, oh, naturally. Yeah, obviously. I, I, I've, I've said it in the past in stand-up that my kids are the kids I used to throw stones at. <laughs> <laughs> and there has been times where they're going off to school when they were little with the posh, posh uniforms and I'm picking up stones and going, Get out of sorry, son, sorry. <laughs> I couldn't help it, it was an instinct. Your, your cuscus has fell out your lunchbox. <laughs> 
and there is there is that bit where you 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 like you you regard yourself as working class. If you've grown yeah. up on a council estate, you go that's it. But you don't live there anymore. You no. live more of your life somewhere else. But of I course. think that grounding never goes. It stays and with I, you. And I don't yeah. think class changes necessarily because of your circumstances mm. it's an instinct inside you but the, but what it means is if you move on for what I want of a better phrase and you live a posh life you do have posh kids yeah I know and, the, and it is that moment where you do look at them and go Whoa. I know <laughs> my daughter I said to my daughter the other day I said right I'm just I'm just going to uh, we're on all this I said right I'm going to put that uh, put that thing up in the garage and she went you're in the garage the yeah, garage yeah, yeah. she actually corrected my English yeah, Garage! Yeah. I'm not having it. Sunday mornings, 8 till 11. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Already we're on to a winner with this topic. I knew it would I knew it would fly. 8, 12, 15 on the text. The moment you realise your kid was better than you. Okay, that's what we're after this morning. Uh, Steph Griffiths messaged me. She said, uh, "She said went to a restaurant with my daughter. She was about four years old. Waitress came over to see if the food was okay, and my lovely four-year-old announced to everybody, it's super. Would you thank the cook for me?' <laughs> that's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's amazing. That's good. That's well, amazing. When, you, when your kids, when your kids are aware of staff. Yes. Well, there's another great, another great one actually, uh, which was uh, Nicola Perry who said uh, we were having uh, an early pub tea one evening. We ended up being the only ones left in the pub. Her five-year-old said, "Oh, look, mummy, it's just us and the servants." No. <laughs> <laughs> I love these. So, uh, 81215 on the text. You give us a call, 0330 I've got Kev on the line. Good morning, Kev. Is he there? No, oh, Kev? No, 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 Kev's not there. Oh, well. Uh, Sue uh, Stone messaged as well. She said, my daughter was about six and we were on our way uh, somewhere at lunchtime. I wanted to get going, so rather than stop for a proper lunch, I popped into the garage and bought her a Mars bar and a packet of crisp. I chucked them into the back of the car yeah. for her and she picked them up with a disgusted look on her face and said, hmm, very nutritious. Oh! <laughs> wow! Wow! you got to be careful. you got to be careful with these kids. They, they will just... They'll get you. They'll get you. I mean, Tracy Stevenson here. On the way to a skating competition, we're in the lift. My nine-year-old turns to me and solemnly says, no farting in the lifts. I need you to be presentable today. She said that to her mother. Who said that? A nine-year-old said that to her mother. A nine-year-old? Yeah. To be fair, how much of a flatulence problem has she got <laughs> that a kid thinks it needs it needs signalling? Also, for the fact that it's affecting your presentation. Yeah. I mean, surely you just sit does that she, out. Does she lift the leg? <laughs> <laughs> Hello, this is me daughter. Oh, sorry about that. I've got to get the best out there. In. We've got Kevin on the line now, I think. Kevin, are you there? Hiya, yeah, I'm here. Hiya, uh, pal. So tell us the moment uh, that you realised your kid was posher than you. Um, we were sat at home the other day and... Um, my three-and-a-half-year-old girl, um, she trumped uh, and said pardon, which made me start laughing. Yeah. And then she told me off then for laughing, saying trumping's not funny anymore, Daddy. <laughs> trumping's not funny? What? Oh, no, yeah. Kevin. No, Kevin, mate, you've, no, you've messed up. really, here, you need to... Uh, is she seeing a psychologist? Because, you know, <laughs> any child who can't laugh at a fart... No. I mean, the... farts are funny forever. They are, yeah, the, funniest, they, they are the most universally funny thing... If you don't know what to Agreed. do, fart. Agreed. That's just goes <laughs> you know, yeah. the, the, what's funny is, like, like, me and John, we work tirelessly, writing material, doing jokes, performing in places all over the world, but yet, yeah. no matter how hard we work, Kevin, we will never be funnier than a fart. 
And no, that's what I thought. But n- nothing you can, nothing you can do. Is that did his thing? How old is she? I haven't she? thought of that. She's three and a half. Three and a half. And also, also, th- that's a male perspective. Well, I don't think that. women think farts are as funny as men <laughs> because we Maybe. haven't grown up. Kids think farts are funny and then women mature, but we're still <laughs> in the bed wafting the cubs. Oh, get a load of that one, love. <laughs> it never happens the other way around, does it? <laughs> I would love a woman to do that. Hey, 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 Jace. Yeah, get, get the lighter out. Here's a big one. <laughs> Dutch oven. My wife. <laughs> Crap. Well, I hope I hope you can salvage some sort of uh, childhood for uh, her, where she finds. <laughs> where she finds. Well, I, I don't know where she woman. got it from. I don't know who started it, so it wasn't me. What about you? What about a mum? Does a mum? Is a mum? Does she find them funny or? Um, she she laughs at them. Yeah, she finds them funny. So <laughs> I with, mean, the thing with, is, with... Kev. The, the only way I can work this out is that it's because yours are so yeah. horrible that it's taken the joy out of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that could yeah, be the only reason. <laughs> All right, Kev, thanks for ringing, pal. No worries, thanks, lad. See you Take later. Take care, mate. Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Good morning, it's Jason Manford on Absolute Radio, joined by the legendary John Bishop. Thank you, legendary. Yeah. I like that. You're having that? I like that. You're having that? Uh, so we're talking this morning about the moment you realise that your kids were posher than you. Um, I like this one from Rainer, who said, um, I grew up in East London. Our children have been educated at good schools and speak so lovely, so lovely. I was complaining about the state of my 14-year-old son had left his bedroom and uh, told him to pick his trousers up off the floor. Pick your trousers up off the floor, I imagine she said. San. San. Uh, she said, he, he said to her, Mum, sometimes I can really see your roots. I said, but I've only just had them done. He said, no, I mean the way you say trousers. Uh-uh. Oh! Wow. What? Burn! No, that's I'd, hey, that's a little, you know what I mean? Yeah, I'd be like, door closed, I'll yeah. see you in a week. Yeah, yeah, no, well, yeah. Do you know what I mean? It'd be, let's sit down and remember <laughs> where we've all come from. <laughs> It'd be like an episode of Roots with me. I'd sit him down and go, you know what your granddad did so that we can enjoy this. <laughs> uh, Tanya uh, said, my three-year-old asked, asked for brioche uh, while at the supermarket. <laughs> I replied, but you don't like cheese, darling. She said, it's bread, mummy. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing how you got that wrong. I love that. Uh, And uh, Kaylee Lennon said, uh, this this one's from Kate. I think you'll like this one, John. I asked my daughter, this is, they're from Liverpool, right? I asked my daughter, who was about four at the time, if she wanted chocolate or vanilla ice cream for dessert at a restaurant. In the scousest voice ever, my four-year-old said, have they got any creme brulee? <laughs> you know what? I love that. The truth is, like kids now, you go out, you do mm. take your kids out to restaurants and stuff. I remember, I remember first going out uh, on a date with a slightly lady who's slightly older than me mm. to a pizzeria. And I, I would have been 17 or 18. And apart from the old wimpy, I think that was the first Same, time yeah, I yeah. ate out. Absolutely. And because she was a little bit older, she sort of told me what to do, you know, as far as eating. <laughs> a pizza and, shop. And, yeah. <laughs> a pizza restaurant. <laughs> but you know what I mean, the sort of etiquette yeah, of it. Yeah, of course. What, she knife told me twins? loads of stuff, to be honest with you. Yeah, well, but, but, but you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but it's that kind of thing, yeah. isn't it? Whereas now with our kids, they are exposed to it because more people go out. Of course. It's just, it's, I mean, I remember 
McDonald's, even McDonald's when I was a kid was a place you went for other people's birthdays. Yeah. It wasn't even, <laughs> it wasn't even yours. It's for other people's birthday parties. <laughs> this is Jason Manford. This is Matters. Good morning. This morning we're talking about uh, the moment you realised that your kids were posher than you. Uh, some some of them coming in. Uh, this one uh, from No Name, but it says, My seven-year-old son was amazed when he saw a row of terraced houses. He couldn't get his head around them being stuck together. <laughs> I mean, that's just a different world. That, that, that is that's too world. far. That's not your kid being posher than you. That's your kid being being isolated <laughs> yeah, in, in a sanitised middle class world <laughs> of detached properties. <laughs> My, I must say that reminds me of when uh, I remember an episode of Eight Out of Ten Cats once. We had Peter Jones, you know, from Dragons yeah. Den who is like, I, mean, I don't know how rich he is, but unbelievably rich. And we were talking about um, children, like faux pas that children occasionally say when they embarrass you. And he said, but what was funny was the way he presented it. He presented it as in a sort of, you know when this happens? <laughs> you know that? He said, we got on a... He said, we got on a commercial flight to, uh, to New York once, and uh, it was the first time that my... His daughter was like seven or eight. It was the first time that she'd been on a commercial plane. And obviously they they would have turned left to uh, the, the first class bit, but they she, as it got as she got on there, she looked around and she said, "Daddy, what are all these people doing on our plane?" <laughs> oh. <laughs> I mean, that's a different world. Yeah, that's yeah, not just yeah. your kid being pushed than you. Yeah. That's like you said. That's isolation. Uh, Joanne messaged me. She said uh, we were about to set off for camping, and my then eight-year-old comes out with a with dressing with a dressing gown and slippers. When I told him to put them back, he looked at me aghast and exclaimed. But what will I wear in the mornings? <laughs> camping, camping in your full full day dressing gown. I love that. Uh, and thanks for your text as well. Uh, Tony uh, Chicky said, when our son uh, taught us to pass the port to the left, we knew he was posh. <laughs> I mean, I, I hope he was a, a grown-up. No, I, th- I think that's a joke. That can't so? be real. Do you not think? But, but, all, but also, be. like, how posh are you? That you've introduced port into the dinner table anyway. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. As soon as you start saying, well, it's port time. Port you know anyone, I mean? port? Port, anyone like some port with the cheese? Yeah, you know, you've kind of crossed the line yourself. <laughs> I remember I remember taking my... Because um, sometimes, like, they come to it too late. Like, my brother, I remember he was, you know, he was already uh, sort of 13 or 14 when I started doing all right, looking after them and stuff like that. And uh, we went out for a big meal once. It was like the end of a tour. And I said, right, let's go out for a big meal a big fancy meal in, in Manchester we went to like Gauchos or somewhere that does all the posh steaks and everything where they come out and show you the steak on a slab before you've even cooked it it's amazing and I'm there with my dad and my mum and my brother and sister we're all around this table and we've I've gone I'm getting this this is my treat this is for you for supporting us uh, and we've had wine and steaks and all the desserts and everything and at the end the waiter comes around my brother's about 12 or 13 at the time and we're sort of chatting about uh, what we're going to have after dessert because they've got cheeses. And the man says, um, yeah, we've got cheeses. And my brother says, oh, what cheeses have you got? And he rattles off all these cheeses. And my brother goes, do you do, uh, in a quite a posh voice because he realised he was someone else, he went, do you do cheese string? <laughs> <laughs> like, no, 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 they don't. They don't do cheese string. <laughs> Lucy's on the line. Good morning, Lucy. Hi, uh, good morning. How are you? Where you I'm really well, thanks for asking. Where are you calling from, Luce? I'm from Hampshire. 
Hampshire, lovely. Okay, yeah. tell us then. The moment you realise your kids Whoa, are posh Hang on, hang on. <laughs> Lucy's phoning from Hampshire. We've got a high bar to begin with. No, trip. no, no. Hang on, right. I, I've, I've not been. I've just recently moved to Hampshire. I'm recently say, you from Black like, now. Yeah, you yeah. don't sound like you've come <laughs> from Hampshire. No, in, no. In all due okay. respect. With <laughs> all due respect, I said that bit. <laughs> Go on then, what I, happened? Okay, so um, we, myself, my husband and my twin boys went round to my friend's house for dinner and they're only four years old. And when Are we got there... friends? <laughs> at my friend's house <laughs> and uh, when we got there um, she asked you know would the boys like a drink and mm. the boys were like uh, yes please can I have a water which is fine you know they're not a big fan of juice yeah, so she started fine. running the cold tap and as she was running the cold tap <laughs> my youngest twin turned around oh no 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 not from the tap it has to be bottled and it has to be cold from the fridge Wow! Oh. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, see, I think that's fair enough because I'm, I'm a bit like, I'm a bit of a water snob myself. No, don't. I know, I know, I am. Four. I know, but I am. They're four. I know, they're four. They're four. Like Lucy said, the four. I mean, this is. I'll be honest with you. This is a true story. This. I, I used to have another life, Lucy. So I, I was working. I was working for, for, for a pharmaceutical company, and I was, and I, I was actually studying. This is true. I was studying to do a master's degree in business whilst I was working and I had to go to a seminar weekend in Manchester it was at Manchester University got all these people studying masters all these people involved in business mm. and there was a lad there and he, he lived up in the lakes and everyone had to put forward what environment they were in and what they wanted to do and I said I work for a big pharmaceutical company and they came to this lad this is honestly about 15 years ago yeah, I said so, he said so what, what are you doing he said I'm thinking if you see seen in France, you get water in a bottle. He said, I'm thinking you can do that in England. And we all went, don't be daft. <laughs> <laughs> Who's going to buy water in a bottle? <laughs> He's loaded now, and I'm exactly. here with you. Exactly, yeah. John Buxton. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. Thanks, Lucy. That's fine. Thanks. Have a good day. Thank you. You good too, right. Peter. Bye-bye. Right. Jason. Manford. Absolute Radio, where real music matters. Good morning, it's Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Thanks so much for all your uh, text messages and phone calls and stuff this morning uh, with our topics. Uh, early on was uh, the swear words, our favourite mm. non- non-swear words, and now it's uh, the moment you realised your uh, kids were posher than you. This one from Alison, I love this one. I grew up in Slough, but grew up and moved away. I first knew my five-year-old son was posher than me when he applauded someone and said, Bravo. <laughs> <laughs> Five years old. Liam in Glasgow says, we didn't have a family car growing up. This is my kids do this. We didn't have a family car growing up. Now my kids see getting the bus anywhere as a novelty. Yeah. And beg me to leave the car at home. Yeah. <laughs> my yeah. kids do that. Can we get the bus? Yeah. <laughs> they always do that. So the moment you realise your kids are pushing you, I love that. Um, and uh, Geraldine in West Midlands was on holiday with our cousins having a pub tea. All the kids were ordering, six of them, all said pizza and chips or chicken nuggets. Came to my eldest lad who was seven. He said steak, medium. <laughs> yeah, medium. <laughs> yeah, medium. <laughs> and uh, Stephanie said, when my daughter was three, Three or four, she said, I was showing her how you could fold up a car window shade and it would ping uh, when you let go of it. I said to her, look, it's magic. She replied, it's not magic, mummy, it's physics. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Thanks for those. Uh, so, John, you've got a new, uh, a new telly show. Yeah, I have, yeah. It comes out on Thursday at nine o'clock on, uh, on W. What's oh, w- what is W? 
Uh, exactly. All oh, um, right. No, what it is, it used to be Watch. So okay. it's 109 on Sky. And, and we went there to them because I didn't think anyone else would take it because mm. I wasn't sure it was going to work. Okay. As it happens, it's brilliant. It's as well. And it's like a got. chat show, sort of. It's, it, well, it's, it's slightly different than a chat show because you've done chat shows. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Really with a chat show, it's, it's to be funny and get an anecdote mm. in. This is a, a, a one-on-one interview for an hour. Oh, okay. So it's one person. Right. So that's why I did it on W. So I thought, well, we'll yeah, see yeah. if it works. And so it, like Piers Morgan's life stories, but with charm. Yeah, 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 yeah. without Piers Morgan. So, <laughs> well, I'm in. So, so basically, <laughs> it, and you know what, it's slightly different than that yeah. because it is a conversation, it's called in conversation. And who have you had, who have you chatted to? So the first one's James Corden, so yeah. it's like James Corden, Freddie Flintoff, Steve Coogan, Miriam Margulies, Rupert Everett, Kirsty Young, Charlotte Church, Joe Brand. Wow. You know, it, it's, great, it's a yeah, great yeah. E- eclectic mix. Of, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, but it must be a laugh Freddie as well. I mean, it's some of those people are very Alex funny. Alex Brooker. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah, it's a laugh, but it's a conversation. Right. Because I think the thing is, it's like, you know, in, in everything, people think people have got no, no, no... Um, no concentration span mm. anymore and yeah, they have yeah. and I think have, yeah. you know I've just sit down I don't have preordained questions we just have a, have a chat yeah. so the first one's with James on the first yeah who you've known for a long time as well yeah so it's good so that's easier and so and, and as a show it's something that I'm you know I'm pleased with so it's not really a chat show because it's, it's, it's a yeah, bit it's, flippant, it's a isn't conversation. It, it's a conversation show. So it is out next week, but apparently it's it's being popped up every now and again on Sky before, and no, I didn't even know. Oh, okay. So sometimes it comes up as pick of the day, even yeah. though it's not even meant to be out. So and I so think pick- someone's pressed the wrong button somewhere. <laughs> I, I'm, I do that all the time. And uh, you didn't think you didn't think like Jason would be into into being a guest on? Yeah, on I did this? think Jason yeah. would be into being a guest, and you knew that I did. But the difficulty is, mm, is like yeah. I wanted to get the. I wanted to use all the minor people first oh. before getting to a big star like yourself oh I see oh. you know what I mean get the practice in <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean get your cordons all that stuff get them out the way <laughs> just, to, just to run it on you charmer you charmer <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so we can watch just remind us again when, when we can watch that uh, Thursday I think Thursday yes September Thursday. the 1st uh, at 9 o'clock on W which is 109 on Sky lovely stuff and and what about touring and gigging and stuff or when, when are people touring, next touring next year so I'm going to start, as you well yeah. know, back doing the small clubs and yeah. start gigging like like immediately, really. Great. So look so, out. So that I'm announcing the tour in October for next right. year. So start going to your local comedy clubs, and you might actually just you might just rock up and do a bit. There's a chance. It could happen. It could happen. Lovely. Well, thanks for coming on. I know it was early. No, no, thanks for having us. It's, <laughs> it's been really a, fun. it's been it's been a nice experience. <laughs> An interesting experience. <laughs> Thanks, I think. Yeah. yeah. No, no, it's been good. No, I've liked nice. it. You know, we've been in a small room together sweating. <laughs> <laughs> Sunday mornings, 8 till 11. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where real music matters.